It's May 2nd. Welcome on into Daily Cards Live here on ClavesOnline.com, a rare post-game edition of the show today. I'm Joe Roderick, joined alongside by Bob Ramsey, and we are presented each and every day by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Royal Banks of Missouri. Rammer, it was a quick one in today's makeup game that they even moved up three hours, and the uh, the Cardinals come out on top one nothing before getting on the uh, the plane and heading across the state to Kansas City for a two-game series tomorrow and Wednesday. I don't know um, how it, affect, it affected actual attendance with that extra hour. may have been a little bit, but it was a smart thing to do. The rain started coming right as the game ended. Um, it was a, a good plan, well executed by uh, the stadium folks. They did a really good job. And Stephen Matz and the Cardinal pitching, did an even better job, and uh, it, it was a it was a good, crisp, typical not typical because we don't see it enough, but a couple of veteran starters going at it, and the, and both bullpens did a good job too. Yeah. By the way, the uh, I saw that if you had tickets to the uh, game today and you had tickets to the game, the originally scheduled game, you get a voucher for a uh, for another game later this year because of the multiple date, time, all the changes yeah. that, that you have to go through. That's so nice. if you if you had a ticket today or to the the one two weeks ago and you weren't able to make it, uh, we'll hold on to that and make sure to keep checking that ballpark app and see what you can do about a ticket for a later date. So yeah, Paul Goldschmidt with the home run in the uh, in the first inning with one out on uh, Zach Grinky and you uh you you're seeing him to slowly start to uh start to figure it out. He homered in the game on Friday night against Madison Bumgardner and then went 0 for 6 before getting the day off yesterday and uh, Got the uh, got the home run today. Also, I mean, if you want to look positive signs offensively, Andrew Kisner about put one out too. But Michael A. Taylor with a, an outstanding catch uh, right. uh, on that in the fifth inning too, robbing a home run from uh, from Kisner. Kisner's hitting the ball hard, not just because of that one, but um, he didn't get a lot to show for it in the stat book. But he's swinging the bat well, and um, the Cardinals uh, were comfortable as the backup and uh, to Yachty. And now he is a uh, he. I think he'll play more than fifty percent of the games catching. And before it's all said and done, Yachty may just catch Adam Wainwright, which is kind of all he wanted to do anyway this year. I think you are you are seeing more and more of that. The shift, the the focus towards Andrew Kisner is very apparent this year. And when you look at how much fun Yachty's having in the dugout uh, too, I don't think there is a whole lot of pressure uh, that Yachty's putting forward on, on Marmol this year or the rest of the coaching staff to play more. I, I think he, he's out there to just enjoy himself in this last season. He he's got his, he's got his best friend back there in the dugout and he's got Wainwright to hang out with all season too. So you are, you are seeing them just enjoying their, I guess, journey off into the sunset in their last season. And if, if they keep winning, then you can, you know, you, you can, have that kind of fun as the uh, as the year goes on as long as everybody's producing in those roles you have that too and let's talk about that because we do have some roster moves to talk about but first as far as the production goes of this team you saw Harrison Bader leading off today with Tommy Edmond getting the day off due to the injury and possibly a scheduled day off for him too as he had played every inning of every game so far the only cardinal to do that so far this season but you're you're seeing Tyler O'Neill struggle 
this year. You saw Harrison Bader has been taking so many good at bats, and he did well in that second hole yesterday in the uh, in the game when Paul Goldschmidt got the day off. Are we are we close to seeing a major transition in this Cardinal lineup? Uh, I think this will always evolve. Is there a particular transition you're talking about? I, I mean, I think we are are very close. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it happens tomorrow if Tommy Edmonds available to come back to see Edmund one, Bader two, and then you see Goldschmidt three, Arenado four, and then I don't know what you do from there. But with Tyler O'Neill continuing to struggle and Bader hitting well, if you move Bader up to the two spot and you start yeah. moving other guys around, O'Neill falls quite a bit. Well, actually, I don't think so. Um, other than those four guys and the aforementioned Kisner, who who else would you have hit fifth? You might as well, well have O'Neill there. Albert? One. Against whom? If, if, if right now, I mean, Dickerson again, 0 for 3 today. So he's batting 186. If Dickerson's not going to, if Dickerson's not going to hit righties, maybe Pools gets more at bats against righties. But he hasn't hit righties either. I, that, so that's going to bring, I mean, so this is going to bring me up to another thing to bring up here in a second. But I, so you're, I mean, O'Neill goes down to fifth, but if Pools is batting, O'Neill goes down to six. I, I, I mean, Dude. where, okay, so that's uh, falling from three to six in the lineup's significant. Uh, I, I guess so. Before he got hot last year, he was hitting behind Arenado, and then he got hot, and they moved him up, and he got in between those two big hitters, and he was the best hitter on the Cardinals uh, the last half of the season. But yeah, um, I, I don't, I don't think it's a, uh, you know, I don't know if it's necessarily headline stuff, and um, I think O'Neill, I think he'll be fine. But yeah, if you got hot guys and and you want to bunch them up, I think there's 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 nothing wrong with that, and uh, I think that move you're talking about um, is not a oh no look what we have to do. I think it's hey let's get our hot guys all bunched together and see if we can get some big innings going. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. In fact, I think it's although it's kind of nice when you have a set lineup and you know what everybody's going to do. But that doesn't happen much anymore. And with all the all the metrics and matchups that are available, even if you had the same nine guys against certain matchups, you would probably move them around a little bit. I think it's the nature of the game um, to, to move guys around. And on a given night, who gives us the best chance to win and where? So I'm okay with that. As, uh, as we talk about production, uh, it, earlier today, the rosters went from 28 down to 26. The yeah. Cardinals had uh, sent Packy Naughton back down to AAA. They optioned him down there, and they uh, they designated uh, Aaron Brooks for assignment. And with the, the pitching needs all around baseball, we'll see where he, uh, where he ends up. But they came out, and they flat out said it was because of production. It was because of production that there are guys on the team. Palante probably is your number one example of a guy who is in the big leagues right now and is producing. Therefore, Brooks became, uh, uh, you know, he became able to, you, you were able to shift, uh, you know, designate him for assignment. So if the Cardinals. Well, it yeah, good. It, 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 it's it, supposed it, to work, right? Okay. 
So if production means you lose your job and you have your left-handed hitting DH hitting 183, you have your shortstop hitting 138, where does this term for production, how how deep are we going to go with it? Outside well, of going, hey, you know what? The, the guy that we brought over from Japan that hadn't pitched in the big leagues in a few years, he wasn't producing, so we ship him out. Okay, who else? Who else that isn't producing do we start to look at possibly cutting ties with? And Nolan Gorman right now has hit another home run down in AAA. He leads all of AAA, all of minor league baseball in home runs right now. And, you know, Ali Marmol talked about knocking the door down in AAA. I mean, Nolan Gorman's standing at the door with a sledgehammer right now. Okay. There are several things there that you're running together that I don't. There are there. Yeah. And I agree that there are, but when, when you say one thing, if you're going to say it for, if you're going to talk about production being there for one guy, it's got to be there for the whole organization, right? Um, In general terms. Yes. But there are too many specifics here that you're using to support your argument. Um, First of all, you had to cut two people. You're not going to cut guys that are producing. Right. So who are you going to cut? You had to, that by rule, you had to cut two. So you cut the two worst guys. That's, I don't think that's, um, we don't need the Zepruder film to break down to figure out where the conspiracy is on that. Major League Baseball says you go to 26, two worst guys, you're out. I mean, you can can make an argument those weren't the two worst guys on the team right now through the first month. You would lose the argument. You could make it, but you'd lose it. Okay. I, I, you got a shortstop hitting 138. But but wait a minute, you you who's then you don't have anybody on your bench. You're not gonna. They had to cut two guys down. You're not gonna go with three guys on three position players on your bench. The pitchers is what they had to cut. Okay. Now, but to your point, when does a lack of offensive production start to cost guys first at bats, second of all, um, a position on the big league roster? That is a great point, and I'm with you on that. Um, when does that happen? I think um, if you can tell me what Dylan Carlson and um, Dickerson and Pujols and DeYoung will be hit all hitting on Memorial Day, I could give. I think I could give you some pretty good answers. And the same thing with Nolan Gorman at AAA. Um, you. you if you take your who's hitting the worst uh, and your who's who's producing the worst offensively on the whole team, DeYoung, give me, just give me a name, DeYoung. So DeYoung's out. You bring Gorman up. Still not a spot for him because he can't play shortstop. Edmund hasn't taken a ground ball at short in two years. You could DH him and and put and put Dickerson on the bench, and I'd be okay with that. By the way. I'm fine with that, yeah. but understand that each move has uh, an equal and opposite move. How so much, that- how much stock do you put into Edmund taking any ground balls at shortstop? With how much the shift plays into the way defenses are aligned these days? First of all, there's no doubt in my mind he can play shortstop. Right, but if, um, and he'll probably be damn good at it, but if you haven't played there in a couple of years and you got to kind of get loose at the big league level, you're probably asking for some problems and you've 
at least for the time being, weaken yourself at two positions. But if they did it tomorrow, I'd be okay with it. I'm just saying that as fans, we should think these things through. This guy goes here. Okay. Hey, what happens to that guy? And then where does that guy go? Um, I think you could make just as good an argument, although I wouldn't propose this, but I'm trying to look at it not just from who I like in, in, on the team. Dylan Carlson's really struggling. He's only 23 years old. If you really, if it's Memorial Day and he's still not hitting, maybe he's the guy. And Corey Dickerson plays some outfield and Gorman can come up in DH. I think there are a couple of options in that realm you can do. Here, here's what's funny. When the Cardinals won in 1982, and when they won their pennants in the 60s, they were carrying shortstops that couldn't hit their weight. But they were yeah. so good defensively that you and you got production from the whole rest of your lineup, you could do it. If everybody in the Cardinal lineup was hitting, you could carry Paul DeYoung hitting 200. You really could. But half of your lineup's not hitting at all. And that's where, that's when you say, we can't carry all these sub 200 batting averages. Let me ask about this guy uh, because you're, you're. It was another guy that was cut today from uh, from his team. He's a left-handed bat. Robinson Cano is out there. If Corey Dickerson isn't hitting for you as a left-handed DH, and you're not ready to bring Nolan Gorman up yet, hey, you only have to pay Robinson Cano the league minimum because the Yankee or the Mets are paying the other forty-four million dollars on his contract. Is that a name that you uh, you, you kind of look at? Well, in the Cardinal circumstances, probably not. Has he produced more than Dickerson? He has so. no. So, but that's one where you bring him in. You know what? Hey, you give him a two-week chance. He doesn't hit. Okay, see ya. On to the next. Then you've one. lost Dickerson. I Maybe. would just soon. I would just soon wait until you think Gorman is ready. Yeah. That's, yeah, I, I I'm, I'm I ready for that too. Reason to compl complicate things. Yeah. And that's just, I mean, again, it's just a name that's out there and yeah. any team out there looking for a left-handed bat, you, you have a guy out there who at one point would have been a future hall of famer, not anymore, but his name is still out there, I, I guess. Yeah. So. I think the Cardinals, um, I just don't think they're in that market right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think they've got all the extra pieces they need at triple and double A. And as the summer wears on, they'd go look there. Probably there are enough answers. Uh, I think that's just the gut, my gut feeling on it. Yeah. We will, uh, we will see what they do in Kansas city as they head there for a two game series before heading out West to San Francisco, for this weekend, we'll be uh, back here tomorrow around the same time for a preview of the first of two games over in uh, in KC. I yes. guess I'm going to take I'll just go ahead. Joe tomorrow will say it's three games in against the Royals. We need the sweep. So there's Joe. That's what there's my teaser for Joe leading off tomorrow. You know what? Um, I, you got the sweep in the one-game series today, so it'd be nice to get a sweep in the two-game series over there in uh, in Kansas City for like the uh, for the next two. So yeah, I'd be uh, I'd be fine with that. Hey, if you haven't checked it out yet, fifty-four sixty, the Joe West podcast uh, debuted today. 
go find it wherever you get your podcasts and check it out as Mike Claiborne hosts that show each and every Monday. New episodes of that will be available to you through Podcast Heat, but available again wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's iTunes, Google, Spotify, it's all right there. 5460, the Joe West Podcast. Rammer, this show brought to you each and every day by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Royal Banks of Missouri. Royal Banks of Missouri, where better service means better banking. Call them. Uh, mortgage rates are going up. Don't be caught behind and then kind of be stuck and have to wait again for the market to change. 314-212-1500. Mortgages and, of course, refis at Royal Banks of Missouri. He's Bob Ramsey. I'm Joe Roderick. Cardinals again win this afternoon. One to nothing. Paul Goldschmidt home run in the first inning was all they needed. The bullpen came in and did their job after Steven Matz went six scoreless for the uh, Cardinals. We'll be back with you tomorrow as the Cardinals head out west to Kansas City for another episode of Daily Cards Live presented each and every day by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Royal Banks of Missouri. And hey, we're right here on clavesonline.com. At St. Louis Acura, we have over 330 pre-owned vehicles of all makes and models. And all of them are covered by our St. Louis Acura Promise and backed by our Better Business Bureau A-plus rating and 30 years in business. We also service all makes and models of vehicles, including glass and bumper repair, paint touch-ups, and full mechanical services from one of our 24 technicians. St. Louis Acura, better than ever for you, no matter what vehicle drives you.